Our psalms tonight are Psalm 2 on page 345, and our second psalm is found way over on page 482, and it's Psalm 110. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee to thy faithful people, merciful Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 2 on page 345. Why do the heathen so furiously rage together, and why do the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth stand up, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. Let us break their bonds asunder, and cast away their cords from us. He that hath dwelt in heaven shall laugh them to scorn. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath, and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set a king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will rehearse the decree the Lord hath said unto me. Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Desire of me, and I shall give thee the nations for thine inheritance, and the utmost parts of the earth for thy possessions. Thou shalt bruise them with a rod of iron, and break them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings, be instructed, ye that are judges of the earth. Serve the Lord in fear, and rejoice unto him with reverence. Kiss the son, lest he be angry, and so ye perish from the right way, if his wrath be kindled yet but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Psalm 110 on page 482. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, until I make thine enemies thy footstool. 
The Lord shall send the rod of thy power out of Zion to be thy ruler even in the midst amongst thine enemies. In the days of thy power shall thy people offer themselves willingly with an holy worship. Thy young men come to thee as dew from the womb of the morning. The Lord swear and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord upon thy right hand shall wound even kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the heathen. He shall lift the places with the dead bodies and smite and sunder the heads over diverse countries. He shall drink of the brook in the way. Therefore shall he lift up his head. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 15th verse of the 63rd chapter of the book of Isaiah. Look down from heaven and see from your habitation, holy and glorious. Where are your zeal and your strength, the yearning of your heart and your mercies toward me? Are they restrained? Doubtless you are our father, though Abraham was ignorant of us, and Israel does not acknowledge us. You, O Lord, are our Father. Our Redeemer from everlasting is your name. O Lord, why have you made us stray from your ways, and hardened our heart from your fear? Return for your servant's sake, the tribes of your inheritance. Your holy people have possessed it but a little while. Our adversaries have trodden down your sanctuary. We have become like those of old, over whom you never ruled, those who were never called by your name. Oh, that you would rend the heavens, that you would come down, that the mountains might shake at your presence. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the Epistle to the Hebrews. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who have believed do enter that rest, as see he has said, 
so I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this place, they shall not enter my rest. Since therefore it remains that some must enter it, and those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience, again he designates a certain day, saying in David, Today, after such a long time as it has been said, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterward have spoken of another day. There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. For the word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee, and do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given us the only be thy only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made 
thy children by adoption and grace may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Having a, a rough night, I um, I blanked out on the... um on the uh, absolution that we speak as as lay people and deacons so i i did that and barbara fortunately saved me and said amen um grant we beseech thee merciful father to thy faithful people pardon and peace that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind i brought that up for a reason that um i've said that uh, ever since i became a deacon and i've said it over and over and i looked up the wrong passage and um looked at it and got confused here's my point we make mistakes and we go on and we have to forgive ourselves and move on. And, and that's maybe a little lesson just in uh, not not playing it and making it like uh, it's bigger than it was. So thank you for bearing with me. Um, today in our passages, we, co we come into a theme and there's a couple themes in Isaiah and then in overall. And I think the theme today, if we'll see it in Hebrews mainly, but we also see it in Isaiah, although it's not mentioned specifically that way. But the theme is rest. And I'm thinking about Elijah who called down fire from heaven, slayed the prophets of Baal, uh, had this uh, probably one of the most up days you could have as a, as a servant of God, as far as feeling God's power and speaking forth the word of God. And um, Jezebel yells at, from the top of the tower that I'm going to kill you. And he runs off into the desert and um, he falls down under a bush and he, he just wants to die. And the angel of the Lord comes and says, what's wrong, Elijah? And he says, I just, it's too, I'm going to die. She's going to come get me. I'm the only one left. And the angel said a couple of things. First, he said, no, you're not the only one left. You've mis mis misinformed yourself and you're, and you're letting it affect you. There's, there's more than 3,000 who haven't bailed, bowed the knee to Baal. And then the angel said one of the most important things I think he said. He says, the journey is too much for you. Rest and eat. So Elijah did this great thing and still um, the worries of this world were, were upon him and, and besetting him. And I think it's really important to think of that because when we look at God's rest, it's not about rest in this world. We're talking about rest in the, in the kingdom of God and a true godly type of rest. So a minor, th maybe I don't want a minor theme, but a theme in Isaiah here is what we turn, we see Isaiah operating as a prophet here. He's speaking as the watchman of Israel. He's speaking, um, uh, hundred over a hundred years before the um, fall of the temple as if it already happened and Israel already went into captivity and sometimes um, some critical scholars would think well maybe Isaiah didn't write this part someone else did but if you think in that way we remember just just a few mornings ago Moses was acting as a prophet in, in Exodus and Deuteronomy and so he's speaking for uh, future things too so the Spirit of God will will give the servants of God that kind of uh, a view. And um, so whether Isaiah wrote that part or not, it's still the word of God. But I believe Isaiah uh, wrote the whole thing. That's personal belief. 
So Isaiah is speaking as a watchman on behalf of the people. And, and he asks, this is a prayer he's asking. He's asking God, have you changed your mind about who we are as a people? And you've loved us in the past. And then, and he, he says something that is also repeated in Hebrew in the, in the book of Hebrews or the letter to the Hebrews. Um, Abraham and Jacob were really, really big in, in the thoughts of the Jews. And they thought because they were descendants of Abraham and Jacob, they weren't subject to judgment. And some of the Jews in the book of Hebrews, in the letter to the Hebrews were feeling the same way that their Jew, Judaism was more important than their Christianity. So, um, God allowed them to stray into their sin and um, also has consequences for what they did. And so we saw the Babylonians and others who had taken over and, and defamed or de, um, defiled the sanctuary. And Israel had a complaint in verse 18 about our passage in Isaiah. And, and their complaint was that, are we just like all the other nations who don't know you? And in the response to their complaint... And as Isaiah speaks, he, he um, admits their sin, that they've not followed God. And um, he, in, in uh, the first verse of uh, the next chapter, he, he speaks, um, you know, f he speaks forth that the promise and the hope that God will save them. So we see in, in verse 1 of Hebrews, the first word we see that we haven't seen in Hebrews before is the promise. And um, the next thing we see is the rest. And so entering in, it's his rest. This is God's rest. So the writer of Hebrews is making a difference between just rest and God's rest, or as God says, my rest. And so in God's rest, we have peace, confidence, salvation, reliance on his strength, assurance of a future heavenly home. And so often we come short of that because we're still in this body that um, gets pretty confused about what's going on around us. But if, as we um, stay in our prayer and we stay faithful, and then we can uh, be reminded of what our hope is and come back to this heavenly rest. So our goal is to enter into this rest um, you probably, as we were reading Hebrews, you might have recognized some of Psalm 95, which we uh, do regularly as part of the Venite, that they will not enter into my rest because they tempted me and, and these people, you know, I was frustrated with them. So what, what the writer of Hebrews is saying, too, is, is you can believe in your head, but you have to believe in your heart. And, you, and your heart will show forth fruit. If you believe in your heart, it will show in the fruit of your actions and your life. And I, Bishop said it so well this morning. He said, "We, uh, when we do make a mistake, we repent and come back, and we and we begin living in our prayer again and um, and for God." Uh, we see one of our in verse twelve. We see a kind of a famous verse about the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. Uh, piercing even to the uh, sinews and marrow. And I think that a good thing to remember for that is sometimes I think we feel responsible to say things, do things, and affect people's life. But um, God said his word will, you know, goes out and does not return void. So we can rely on the word of God not only for, for teaching others, but also for uh, coming into our own rest. So one thought I have, too, is if you haven't had a chance sometime in the next few days, just uh, spend five or ten minutes and just kind of maybe close your eyes, turn, you know, get away from other things and just think about God's rest. Just meditate on it and what that might be, uh, what that might be mean to have the, the peace and the assurance and uh, the idea that we're going to be free from all the besetting things that keep us uh, anxious. And, and it's probably, a, I think it's a good exercise because it also helps maybe build up what we hope in. 
So that would be my um, prescription for you for today. Let's continue with the um, prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, then unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you to Barb and Chris for their co-leadership. And um, I pray that your, God's rest finds you and gives you peace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, thank you so much. Have a great night. Bye. 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 Bye.